top of the morning, top <coughs> of the morning. This is Pastor Richie. I hope you're having an outstanding morning. It is Wednesday. I got a little time today. I'm off, but uh, I still got some appointments and things to do. But before we get started today, I want to encourage you, if you have not been out to empowering the blended family, uh, you want to make it out. Empowering the blended family uh, every night, every Wednesday night at seven o'clock. <coughs> it's an open forum session. You can come. You can ask questions. Um, any question and no question is off limits. Uh, we're dealing with the rules of engagement. What are the rules to having a healthy relationship? What What are the What are the rules as it relates to making sure my relationships are healthy, fruitful, and productive? And how do I walk those things out? In my relationship. So I want you to meet us out tonight at 7 o'clock. That address, and I'm at a red light, is 7714 Grand River, Detroit, Michigan, 48204, Empowering the Blended Family. Um, this area today, intentions, is heavy. This, this is a heavy area because people want to know how do I engage with people in such a way that I understand where they're coming from? And that's just a real place. But I'll say this before we continue. I'll say this prophetically. Uh, and, and what God has been dealing with me about <coughs> in this season. Two things and two seeds. God says, son, I want you to focus on seeds of service. Something that has nothing to do with you, uh, considering other people. And as you do that... I'm going to bless you. Hebrews 6 and 10. God is not unrighteous. He won't forget your work and your labor of love that you show to the saints and that you minister and do minister. And then number two, he says, son, I want you to sow seeds of mercy. Matthew chapter 5, verse number 7. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Um, I'm from Detroit. Uh, and one of the things, one of the things growing up, uh, being around different types of people from all kinds of backgrounds, Game recognized game. It's what it is. Um, people, and I'll say it like this. There are times that you don't know where people are coming from. That's just the truth. What are their intentions? You have no idea what people want. You have no idea um, what a person's angle is. But what God has always dealt with me about concerning how people are coming, where they're coming from and all that kind of stuff Titus chapter 1, verse number 15. The Bible says, unto the pure, all things are pure, but unto those that are defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure, but even their mind and conscience is defiled. So I try not to make any assumptions. Um, and in doing that, there's a cost. There's a cost in not making um, assumptions. Because when you don't make assumptions and you open yourself up uh, to people, you are, you're vulnerable. And when you're vulnerable, uh, you come into contact with what's volatile in people's Life, so their issues, their concerns, and stuff like that. So uh, dealing with people, uh, you want to pray. You you want to you want to be in a place of prayer as you interact and as you engage uh, with people because lives hang in the balance. But in this season, the people that you are meeting up with, <coughs> you're not meeting up with people to fight in this season. You, you you're not coming into contact with people again to fight uh, with them. You are coming into contact with people because there's something that God wants to get to them through you. Grace. God wants to 
give another opportunity. God wants to give a favor that is not based on performance as you interact with them uh, again. So what are your intentions? In our text <coughs> today, and this is a real uh, meaty text. There's a lot of meat on this bone. I'm going to try to get it all off. We're in Acts chapter number 10. Acts chapter 10. It's a beautiful text. Uh, the Bible says that Cornelius, he has been giving alms uh, to the temple, and now he is at a place of visitation. His alms come up to God as, as a memorial, and he gets a visitation by an angel. And an angel tells Cornelius, Cornelius, you need to hook up with Peter. You need to go to, to Joppa and find one tanner, uh, Simon, surname uh, Peter, and you're going to find him uh, in Joppa. This is, this is where you need to go. And, and he's going to give you further instructions and further directions. Now, God has dealt with Cornelius's heart about receiving a greater promise, receiving <coughs> more, and we can get into what that more uh, is. So he has good intentions. Cornelius is being sent into Peter's life because his, his intentions in life have already been established. Cornelius does well by people. That's what he does. He, he, gives, he gives alms. Don't anticipate a problem. And I'm at a red light. Don't anticipate a problem in this season. Don't, don't anticipate that when you engage with people, it's going to be a struggle. Don't anticipate when you engage uh, with people, it's going to be uh, a problem. Don't anticipate when you encounter people that it's going to be an issue. But as you engage and as you encounter with people in this season, I want you to understand that God is sending people in your life because he's trying to get grace to them through you. People receive grace through how we unconditionally accept and receive them. So the Bible says that Cornelius has this encounter with, with the angels and the angels uh, tell them your arms have come up to God as a memorial. Uh, there are people, and I want to say this prophetically, there are people that you have, you've done well by people. You, you've done well by people. You, you have considered what served other people and God is going to bless you. For that God, God is going to bless you. He's going to increase you. See, anytime it's your desire to be a blessing to people, God will bring you into relationships that expand you. God will allow you to meet people that will expand you because as you're funk, as you're focused on projects and as you're focused on purpose and environment and community, God is faithful because he can trust you with making sure that people get what they need. Now you're going to meet people. You're going to meet people who are going to want to invest. You're going to meet people who, who are going to want to talk to you about what's in your heart and what's in your mind. So don't discount your nonprofit. Don't discount what God has put in your heart to do. Like Cornelius, keep giving your arms. Keep, keep sowing and keep sowing to something that is about considering other people, the house of God, the temple. So the Bible says that he has this encounter with the angels, and as he has this encounter with the angels, he's given instructions of where he needs uh, to go because he needs to receive 
the promise of the Father. Uh, and you'll find that in uh, Luke chapter uh, 24, the promise of the Father, go to Jerusalem and you tear it until you be endued with power from on high, the Holy Ghost. That's what Cornelius is getting ready to uh, receive, but he has to go on a journey. He has to seek in order to get um, the Holy Ghost. Um, oftentimes, and I'll just say this as a caveat, it is a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing that what's when God puts in your heart to go after him, a hunger and a thirst for righteousness. Watch this. When you begin to see God, it'll put you on a path. And when you begin to see God, the Bible says that Cornelius told his soldiers and everything connected to his house, we are going on a journey. When you begin to see God, when you begin to, what are your intentions? What are you after in this season? When you begin to see God, it will put your life on a path. You will tell everything in your world, this is the direction that my life is going in in this season. Because what I've been giving, that's good. But God has put something on my heart that there's more and there is greater. And when there is greater in store for your life, it puts your life in a path and you watch this the relationships around you 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 have to put things in proper order and perspective so he says to the soldiers this is this is the direction we're going we are going to meet this man named simon surname uh, peter because there is greater in this relationship there is a person that god puts in your life that that represents understanding that represents wisdom there are people who just know things you don't know what's this he has a background. Cornelius has a background in, in helps, in services. But there are some spiritual things that he doesn't know. There are some spiritual things that he doesn't understand. But because he, had a, he has a good heart, God puts him in position and in alignment to make sure that he gets exactly what he needs. So he's seeking God. His intentions for this season is to go after God. So no matter where you are in life, if your intentions is to seek God and to go uh, after him, you, you'll never walk away. And I'll show you this in the text. You'll never walk away empty. When you go into environments, a church, a community, a family, a relationship, when, when you understand that the purpose is to get the God out of the relationship, the, the, person, the purpose is to get uh, the intentions. It, the purpose is to get what God has for your spirit. The purpose is to hear. Watch this intentions. Cornelius is going to learn something. Cornelius is going to be, he, he's putting his life on a journey because he understands that there's something I don't know. And in order to find out what I don't know, I have to seek for it. So as I engage in relationships, I'm seeking to understand what, not what I know. I'm seeking to understand what do you know in this season? Because you are going to expand me. I'm not the wisest, smartest person in the world, but when I connect with people, it is my goal to listen to them so that they, they can give me some information that will expand me. People expand me. People, ex books are good things, but as you relate and as you encounter with people, you grow and you expand as you listen to different vantage points. The Bible says that Cornelius starts seeking after greater. And seeking after greater, he puts his life on a path and he puts resources out. See, a seek is not ambiguous. Uh, a seek will cost you, it'll cost you something with your time. 
A seek will cause your priorities to change. A seek will cause you to talk uh, to people in your world and say, we can no longer invest in this because we are investing in that in this season. We, I can no longer make any more uh, investments in anything else because this is the most, this, a seek says this is the most important thing. A seek is never passive. Intentions. A seek is never passive. It is never ambiguous. It's always clear. So his intentions is to go after God and he makes it clear to everybody around him. This is what I'm going after in this season. And this is what I want. I'm after God, my intentions. I'm after God in this season. It's a blessed intention to be after God and not just making it an intention, but making it your walk. Now watch this. He comes into contact and he's going into the direction of Peter's house. The Bible says that Peter, Peter is hungry. Peter is hungry. They're cooking, but he's hungry and he hasn't eaten yet. And Peter goes, Peter goes to the top of the house. And as it goes to the top of the house, the Bible says that Peter goes into a trance. And as he is in a trance, the Bible says that he sees all these four footed beasts and creatures at the top of the house. And he he says immediately. Immediate intentions, misconceptions. Peter says immediately, I'm not doing that. Not so. Lord, Peter jumps the gun. Peter has a way in which he sees, I am, I am a Jew. I am not a Gentile. What, what's this? This came from God. See, sometimes as God has given us new information, we will look at what God is doing and we will say, mm -mm, you, you're intending to change how I think. I'm rejecting, I'm re I reject this dream. I, re I reject this vision that Peter says not so Lord, I, I am not consuming that. I, I don't connect. This what's this? This couldn't be your intention for, for me to be eating this. I, I've never eaten anything that's unclean. See, when God is shifting you, when, when God is redirecting you, God will put something in your face that you are familiar with and he will present it to you again. See, when God presents something to you again, God is he's renewing your mind in this season. Ephesians chapter four, verse 23, being renewed, bless your prophet, being renewed in the spirit of your mind. See, but when your mind is not renewed now, you're shell shocked. Peter is Peter is shell shocked because all I know is this. All I know is what I consume. All I know is how I do things. All I know is my my background. See, you have to break you have to break out from your background. See, that's what prayer allows you to do. When you get into the presence of God, see, you're renewed from how how you see things. Your vantage point. The Bible says that God says to Peter, "I I need you to consider what I'm doing in this season. I I need you to consider what I'm doing." The Bible says that God says to him, rise, kill, and eat. God says, rise, kill, and eat. In this season, I want you to eat what was unclean in another season. See, if God calls something different, it's different. See, the challenge we have 
with intentions is when God has dealt with the person's heart, but we still see them a certain way. See, when God deals with people's heart, when he calls something clean, it's clean. When, when he says a person has changed, they have changed. But what we say to God oftentimes is, not so, Lord. They, they have not changed, and, and not only have they not changed, <laughs> I am not open to you giving me a new instruction about how I see things. See, being spiritual is being able to be adjusted. Being spiritual is, being, is God being able to talk to you about your misconceptions. See, the areas that we oftentimes mess up are the areas where we already have knowledge. Anytime you have existing information and knowledge, man, that's the area I say, God, I want you to come in. Talk to me in the areas that I think I know. Talk to me in the areas that I think I, well, I already have understanding. That's, that's where the stronghold can take place, in areas where I already have an understanding. But in that moment, it is revealed unto Peter, while he's on the rooftop, that there are men here to see you. There are men that are here to go down to them and see them. The Bible says that Peter, he goes down and he sees them. And they tell, they tell him about their journey. They, they, they tell him about their journey and why they are there. The Bible says, Peter says, for what are your intentions? He says, for what cause? Why are you here today? What do, what do you seek? Peter is asking these, what do you want? Now, I'll say this. You can re relieve yourself from all kinds of levels of stress and pressure by just asking people. In this interaction, what are you seeking from me? What are you seeking to get out of this? We're connected in relationship and partnership. What are you seeking? Now, I hear somebody, Pastor Richie, I ask people all the time, what do, what do you want out of this? And they tell me one thing, but they do another. It's nothing, it's, it's nothing you can do about a person's actions but make a choice. When you ask people what their intention is and they tell you, hey, this is, this is, this is my intention and their actions are different. At that point, you want to pray and talk to God and ask him what choice or what decision, bless your prophetess, bless your woman of God, what choice, what decision should I be making? But oftentimes what we do is we, we make assumptions. We make, this is the season to make no don't make any assumptions. Watch this. Peter heard from God. Peter heard God <coughs> say, go down with them. But even though he heard them, he still asked them, what do you want? What are your intentions concerning our engagement today? What our interactions? What do you think I can I can give to you as, as we engage? What is your goal? What is really important to you in our interaction today? Because we don't know each other, see, and, and that's important. It's important that as we, as we birth relationships in this season, that when we first encounter people, what are your intentions? What, what are you seeking after? What do you really want? The Bible says that they tell, they tell Peter that Cornelius had a dream, all this kind of stuff, and you need to meet him. We want you to meet him. Peter goes with them, wants this. 
And I want you to read it in your leisure. Acts chapter 10, right at verse number 29. He, he goes to meet them. God told him to go and meet them. But when he meets up with them, he asks Cornelius face to face. Thank you for your story. Thank you for everything you shared with me concerning what God showed you and your arms and all that kind of stuff. He asks Cornelius, for what intent? For what intent are you? Why did you call me from my house to your house? Why am I here? Peter is saying, please, sir, don't waste my time. Please, sir, don't. What do you want from me? The Bible says that Cornelius tells him, what I want from you is something spiritual. What, I, I, I want to I explain to you who I am. I know you're a Jew. Peter says to him out the gate, <laughs> we don't have any inner actions. But as Cornelius talks to him, Peter says, I, now I understand. Now, now I understand that God, and this is where the text comes from, God has no respecter of persons. As, as, you, as you were talking to me, Cornelius, about what is on your heart, because I'm discerning that what's on your heart is something that is spiritual. There are people that we are going to encounter with that in another season, they were viewed as enemies. Their value didn't seem like it was what it, what it needed to be. I don't even see why we need to be connected. That, that's what Peter is saying. And that's what, watch this. God permitted them not to have certain levels of relationship in another season. Jews and Gentiles did not. They didn't interact. So I, I'm just going off of what I know. But when God is stretching you, when God is expanding you, when your territory is being enlarged, God brings people into your world to expand you. Watch this. And there are people that we may see as Gentiles less than or whatever. But God is using Peter because I need you to I need you to be the catalyst of grace for the Gentiles in this season. You are Jew, but I want to use you to get grace to people. He says, I see that God, God don't have choosers. God doesn't have choices. God doesn't have special ones. God, God loves everybody. What are your intentions? See, there are people that we are interacting with in this season. And I want to say this to you prophetically. You are going to encounter people that need God like never before in this season. You are going to interact with people that, that need God. See, the demand won't be a natural thirst. The demand will be the thirst that is in their spirit. The, 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 the attraction oftentimes, you, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. You're handsome. The attraction, the attraction oftentimes is about the grace that is on your life. See, when God has put a grace on you, people will interact with you in such a way that they ask questions, that, that they want to know uh, things. Be prayerful in this season as you interact uh, with people. God is trying to get grace. God is trying to get another opportunity to somebody through how you engage with them, through, through how you handle them, through how you talk to them. 
The Bible says that Peter begins to talk to them about Jesus. And as Peter begins, he he doesn't open up and share his faith concerning Jesus until he first asks them, what are your intentions? This is me. I don't try to throw my faith on and beat them down, beat them down with it. I just, as you accept people, as you, as you love on people, as you unconditionally accept them, see, then your words, there is an opening for your words to be heard as you accept and embrace people. You will have an opportunity to share and to speak your faith. The Bible says that while Peter, read it in your leisure, people, what's this? People say that the spirit won't fall. People say that the spirit won't fall on you. People say that the, the spirit won't fall. The Bible says the testimony of Jesus. As Peter talks to them about Jesus, the Bible says he could not even finish talking about Jesus. Acts chapter 10, verse number 44. As he talks about Jesus, the Bible says the Holy Ghost fell. As he talked to them about Jesus, the Holy Ghost fell on Cornelius and those men. I want to have God filled conversations in this season. Let your conversations be, be an entrance. Let there be a door for you to talk about God. As you talk about God, the answer is in your testimony. The answer is in as you talk about how God saved you. As you share your experience, as you share the walk of salvation with people. As you talk to people about who God has been to you, God wants to fill people. See, there is an emptiness that is in the land. There, there is an emptiness that is in the land. There is an emptiness that is, but as we talk about Jesus, people get filled. As, as we share our love, as we share our kindness, people get filled. As we talk about the mindset and the sacrifice of the Savior. The Bible says the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost just fell. The Holy Ghost fell as Peter talked about, he couldn't even finish the testimony. of. But at the mention of his name, see, let your intentions in this season, as you engage with people, are you after God? If you're after God, we can talk all day long. If, if you are after God, we can have conversations until time. Make time. Make time. If, if the intent is to give them praise, make time. But if the intent is gossip, Peter says, for what intent have you brought, have you brought me here? I am not signing up for gossip or drama. Or, but if you want to talk about what's good, what's just, what's honest, what's of a good report, what is the conversation about? Peter, Peter manages his time by making sure he asks a question. What are your intentions? Today, as you move forward, as you engage with people, I, I want you within yourself, as, as you have conversations, ask yourself this question. What is the intention of this conversation? What is the intention of this dialogue? Ask people a question. What, 
What's really most important to you in this season? Are, are you seeking after God? Do you have a question concerning real life issues? Be prayerful. Be prayerful because you save time by understanding what you need to invest. See, when you understand a person's intentions, then you know what you need to invest. Peter understood their intentions and he made the right investment because he understood their intentions. See, you no longer, you don't have to be hurt anymore. People can't hurt you because out the gate, you know, I know your intentions. So now I know my investments. If your intention is something that's short term and my intention is something that is long term, then now I know my investment. If your intention is something that is long term and my intention is something that is short term, then I know my investment. See, the understanding the intention is knowing now this is going to be my investment. So Peter understood their intention was was godly. So my investment was godly. Watch this. There are some conversations and some relationships that that's what we're going to do. We don't necessarily pray together. We just shop together. We what's what's the so I know the intention is just we're going to shop. If it's prayer, I, I don't have to make the relationship something that is not. See, when you understand the intentions, you don't have to make the relationship something that it is not. But when you understand the intentions, you can make the right investment. You, God wants us to make the right. No time wasted in this season. God wants you to make the right investments in this season. Understand people's intentions. And with that, am I the person? That's all. Am I the person to make this investment? That's all. Knowing people's intentions allows you to know, do I have this to give? Because if, if they had asked Peter for something he didn't have, then he couldn't make that investment. But because he understood what they were asking him, oh, you're asking me for something that's godly. Oh, well, I got that all day long. And not only do I have it because you asked for it, what you're asking for is a good thing. It's a God thing. So now I understand. See, asking people what their intentions are gives you an understanding. And when you have an understanding, there's not a lot of room for error. The Bible says in all you're getting, get an understanding as you engage and as you relate with people, you are going to save time, energy, resources, all kinds of stuff by understanding what am I to invest? And more than that, what has God called me to invest? I need to hear God if I'm going to invest in this relationship in this season. I need to hear God if I'm going to share my faith with you, I, I want to be led with how I share my faith with you because I want, I want what I share with you to be received and that you get filled. See, when we share our faith appropriately, people get filled. Simple. When you share your faith with people appropriately, when you are led by God with about how you should share your faith, people get filled. Lord Jesus, we thank you today. Every person that has the question in their mind, what is, what is this person desiring to be or to do in my life? I pray like Peter that you would give them wisdom. I pray that you would give them wisdom and direct them. Direct them. Let them know what they should not give and let them know what they should give in this season. Let them know what they are to invest. Give your people the wisdom to invest well in this season. <clears throat> I pray that you would give your people the wisdom 
to invest well in this season, the wisdom to know what they can. So, and even today, God, there are people who are weary. There are people who have, who've been on a long journey. There are people who are making investments in other areas. I pray today in the mighty name of Jesus that you would give us the wisdom of how to share our faith. Give us the wisdom of how to talk about you in a way that people get filled. Let our faith cause other people to get filled. You said that while Peter was yet speaking, the Holy Ghost just fell. Cornelius got filled because of how Peter shared his faith. And we thank you today. Let people get filled today because the environment is full of faith. Let us talk faith up. Let us talk about your goodness and your kindness and your grace and your mercy. Let the positivity, let, let, the, let the joy and the peace that comes from us create an environment that people can receive you today. And we thank you and we give you praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Pastor Richie. I love you dearly. I want you to say this with me today. And this is my perspective on life. Life, you are not my enemy. But life, you are my friend. No matter what you do today. And I want you to meet me out tonight. We're going to be talking about all this kind of stuff. Rules of engagement. What are your intentions? Tonight, 7 o'clock, 7714 Grand River, Detroit, Michigan. Empowering the blended family. Say this with me. No matter what you do today, I want you to keep it. Kind, I love you. I'm praying for you. We will talk again later.